Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am super excited for today's episode because I have a special guest on here today. Her name is Alyssa Holt. She and her husband, Brandon, are worldwide travelers, worship leaders, speakers, songwriters, and authors. Catch your breath on that. They do a lot of great stuff for the kingdom. And their story is one of healing, hope, and restoration. Alyssa is a powerhouse with an anointed message that our world needs to hear, and she's hilarious. Welcome, Alyssa. What it do? Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for coming on today. I am so excited. So I want to start out with five fun facts about you. So I'll just ask you a question, and then you can give us your answer. So number one, what is something on your bucket list? Oh, goodness. Something on my bucket list. I... This is so random, but one day I want to go to Greece. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but it seems beautiful and totally random. But it's just a place that I've always dreamt of going and visiting. So I'm hoping one day that'll be a thing me and my husband and kids could go experience. That would be awesome. I know one of my bucket list things is Switzerland, and it's kind of like totally random. I don't have any reason. I don't know anyone that's been there or anything. Actually, I think I have one friend that might have been, but that didn't influence that. I just saw some pictures like on Facebook, and I'm like, yep, I'm going there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Question two, what is your favorite kind of ice cream? Rocky Road, hands down. Love it so much. Yum. So number three might be similar to number one, but if you could lead worship anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh my gosh, that is so tough. Oh goodness. Wow. Um, Well, I've never thought of this. This is a real, like a real question right here. I just, I take any opportunity I can get, but man, I don't know. I truly don't know. I would, I would just go, I would go anywhere. My heart is for everywhere. Uh, There's not one specific place that I'm like, oh my gosh, I just have to go there to lead worship. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm stumped on that one because the world is the goal for us. So there's not like one spot that we're like really pinpointing at the moment. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's a good answer. So what did you always want to be when you grew up as a kid? Um, Exactly what I'm doing right now. Um, (laughs) I've always said I will sing and write my own music and I will preach. Um, Never knew I would become an author. That was never a goal until um, very recently. But um, my heart has always been to sing and to share the gospel. So um, it's kind of cool how my dream is reality now. So yeah. I love that. Last one. What is your biggest pet peeve? (laughs) My my husband would laugh at me so hard. I have two 
pet peeves and they're so weird. So no judgment, but number one is I cannot with a passion stand loud crunching when people are eating. It drives me up the wall. It makes me want to punch someone in the face. (laughs) It is horrible. (laughs) My husband gets so mad at me because he loves ice and I just have to look at him a certain way. And he's like, oh my gosh. Um, And then my other one is I cannot stand it when people go in an exit door and out an enter door. It drives me that bananas. Is, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes, it drives me that bananas. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So Phyllis's round, feed her soup, eat soup around her, <laughs> and don't go into the out. That's great. <laughs> so can you share with listeners just like a brief or however long you want to do just your story? Who is Alyssa Holt? Oh, in a nutshell, Alyssa Holt is a a woman that said yes to the failures, yes to the dirt, yes to all of the pain, um, and took it and made it purpose, made it promise, and realized, you know, people cannot heal if we keep secrets. And mm. um, I am a pastor's kid. I've been in ministry my whole life, and I finally realized at a a goodness, almost 30 years old, that all of my pain stemmed from keeping filters on my life, trying to look perfect, act perfect, be happy, um, not let anyone see the dirty areas of my life, because God forbid that disqualify me from the stuff I'm doing for the Lord. And, um, I just got to a place when I went through my divorce after 10 years of marriage that I am going to not allow any bit of this pain to go to waste. I am going to celebrate it. I'm going to throw it in the air and I'm going to help people heal through the reality of the things they're going through because there's just not enough people that are sharing the truth of what it truly looks like to walk with the Lord. Um, behind the scenes, you know, the the areas people don't want to see the times you're crying yourself to sleep at night, and you want to commit suicide, or you're addicted to alcohol or drugs to get you through your day, like those things that nobody wants to talk about. Um, So I just determined, I'm just going to be that girl that says yes to the areas of filth, the dirt that I like to call it and help people see that they have destiny right there in the midst of it. So that's, that's who I am. I love that. One thing that Alyssa says all the time in her videos and even on her podcast, she always talks about throwing your dirt in the air. And I love that you are someone who finds value and vulnerability because that's who I am too. I love just being real, sharing our real stories, sharing the junk. Um, What has been your experience personally with being willing to be unmasked and not trying to hide the reality of life's hardships and the realness of what you go through? Like, do you have any testimonies or, or just like a general testimony of maybe like how people respond to that? You know, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> when I started writing my book um, called Unfiltered, and I started really throwing my dirt in the air for people to read really personal um, battles and struggles, you know, from rape, from infertility, from divorce, from, you know, church hurt, all of the stuff that um, I've been taught 
not intentionally. My parents never taught me it intentionally. I feel like it's a learned behavior in the church to just not talk about the stuff you're going through. Um, and <laughs> I felt like, you know, this could be, um, it could be something that really accelerates my ministry or it could be something that really destroys it. Um, so it's been really cool to see how when I started talking about this stuff, I have gotten, gosh, I can't even count the amount of messages and um, phone calls and letters from people who are just really seeing that Christ came to set us free from the law of sin and death. He didn't come to condemn us. He didn't come to throw our face in the dirt that we're in. He didn't come to make us feel like we're less than. He came to set us free from that. And it doesn't come until you embrace where you're at right now so that you can move forward. And really, I mean, the testimonies are countless. The people who have found freedom in this movement and friendship in this movement and um, purpose and just um, new new hope, like a breath of fresh air that says, I may have fallen down, but I feel like I can get back up now. And that's really, that's really the goal, helping people stand back up and take control of their destiny. So it's been, it's been really incredible. The response has been positive and desperately needed in my opinion. So it's been awesome. I agree a hundred percent. And I love, I love what you're doing. So Alyssa mentioned her book. It's called hashtag unfiltered walking through dirt while embracing your destiny. So how can people find your book? And is there anything else that you want to share about your book? Yeah. Um, so my book is my story. Um, <laughs> I have a lot that I share, like I've, I've, I've already, um, mentioned several things, the divorce, the rape, the self-hate, infertility, uh, even addiction, um, church hurt. And every chapter starts out with a personal journal entry of mine um, going through hell, really going through the darkest times in my life. And I never thought I've always journaled since I was 14 years old, since really trauma ever came into my life. And I never thought that I would ever share those experiences with people. Um, but I start every chapter off with a journal entry, unedited, unfiltered. Um, it shows you the true grit and pain of life. And then I go into the steps and the things that God took me through to process those emotions to heal and in order to embrace destiny um, right now, not later, because destiny is yours now. It's not later. And um so you can grab my book on Amazon. You can grab it on Kindle. Um, you can get it on our website, which is www.brandon and Alyssa, spelled with an I and two S's, dot life. Um, and those are the ones that I'll sign and pray over to send to you. But um, yeah, it's just, it's my story. It's a story of healing and hope and restoration and how God meets you where you're at. He doesn't want a future version of you. He wants you right now. Amen. That's so good. And I'll make sure that I link all of that information on the description of this podcast so that you guys can access that easily. Yeah. So yeah, God is a God of restoration and all the single girls love a good God orchestrated love story. So tell us <laughs> yours. Oh my goodness. Okay. Our love story. <laughs> it happened on Facebook live for the entire world to see. Um, so I got divorced after 10 years of marriage and 
honestly, me and my ex and my family already followed my husband. His name is Brandon Holt. And he has a worldwide um, ministry leading worship and has several albums out. And he's most known for Good Good Father, his version of Good Good Father, which you can find on Spotify and Apple and all of that. And so I uh, have followed him in his worship through a lady named Real Talk Kim, who's actually the one who did the foreword to my book. And she had him as her worship pastor for a while. So I followed him. And after the divorce, I've always gotten on his lives just to listen to him worship. Um, There's just an anointing he carries. And I was so broken that I just really got on there to be ministered to. And he was doing a pass the mic um, where he goes live and he just invites his followers on to sing for everybody um, for hundreds of people right there live. And he had a sinus infection. So he was like, I'm not singing. I'm inviting y'all on. So I got on um, just to watch and he saw my name pop up and happened to had seen my story, you know, my marriage kind of fail and all of this. And he had reached out to me previously just to say, I'm praying for you. It was nothing of interest. It was just a friend reaching out and saying, Hey, I'm here for you if you need me. And so when he saw my name pop up, he goes, Hey, Alyssa, I want you to come on and sing for us. And (laughs) I was actually, I just got through jogging. So I was all sweaty. I did not want to go live. Um, But for some reason, I think it's a God thing because it's not typically me to just push accept and go live spur of the moment. But I did, I accepted it. And I sang good, good father. And, um, which he thought was hilarious because that's what he's known for. And he's like, you know, I can't believe you had the the guts to come on and sing Good Good Father of all songs. And so I sang it and it was just a moment. Everybody saw it on live. They saw his face change. There was just a connection there. And we literally talked the next day. And, and from then on, we talked every day. It was just an instant, like, best friend kind of connection and um, just everything I ever had on my list in a man that I wanted for me and my daughters and ministry and family and everything on my list. Not one thing. I, I wrote a list out when me and my ex ended our marriage and I said, God, I will not accept anybody unless they have everything on this list and everything on the list checked off. Um, it was just, it was just a God thing. And it's, it's funny because God gave me a dream. Uh, he gave me a dream on my birthday of a man that I would meet and, and he would later become my husband. And I wrote it down in my journal, like I always do. And this is in my book, the stories in my book, but, um, in the dream, the guy that I was sitting with, he said, I'm just a questions guy. I just want to get to know you. And he started asking me all these questions. And at the end of the dream, he said, man, I don't, I know this sounds crazy, but I think I'm going to make you my wife. Where have you been, you know, the last 15 years? And in the real life conversation with Brandon, the first time we talked, the conversation started out with, I'm just a questions guy. I want to get to know you. And at the end, he said just that. He said, I might be crazy, but where in the world have you been my whole life? I think I might just marry you. And that was just confirmation to me. It was just so weird how God just set us up and our, our love story is beautiful. Our engagement was live. He live streamed it for all the followers to see him ask me to marry him. We live streamed our wedding. So our whole, our whole love stories 
online for y'all to see. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of <laughs> us, us in a nutshell. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. And I love that you mentioned, I love that you mentioned real talk, Kim, because I'm also divorced and I've been divorced for four years now. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the biggest impacts in my healing yeah. journey um, when I first came out of that divorce. So yes. that's really awesome. I got to meet her here in Michigan a couple of years ago and just let her know um, what an impact she had on me. So I love that. She's an amazing friend. So, She's awesome. Have been some of your biggest influences in ministry besides real talk, Kim? Um, yeah, Real Talk Kim has been a huge one. Um, I love, um, Lisa Brunson, her, her ability to worship the way she does. Um, I follow, um, and I always get her last name wrong. Lisa Turkist, I always get it wrong. So no hating anybody who's listening to this, but she's an amazing author. Um, you know, a lot of my people are truly worship leaders. So Stephanie Gritzinger, um, I love Carrie Job. Um, you know, I have a handful of people that I, I just absolutely adore. And really, the big one is Real Talk Cam. She has she has my heart. She is she's amazing. And me and her are so much alike. It's so funny because when she started getting really like popular. I, I do what I call these chews, which are these short, I used to do them all the time before I went live all the time, but, um, I did these little short videos called chews to give you something to chew on throughout your day. And my hair at that point was exactly real talk Kim style. It was, it was 2015. My hair was super buzzed and like bleach blonde with color in it. And the, how I came across her where people were like, do you do your videos because of that chick real talk Kim? And I'm like, who in the heck is real talk Kim? You know, I don't know who this is. And I went to go find her and I just busted up laughing because we're so much alike. She just, um, it's so weird because she never inspired my my personality. I've always been this way before I knew her, but she definitely, she definitely inspires me and motivates me. And, um, yeah, so I've kind of learned in life, you know, it's weird because I don't have a lot of people that, um, do what my heart's cry is to do. And so I've kind of learned to be my own inspiration. And I know that Mm -hmm. sounds so weird, but, I feel like for so long, I had so many people, more than the hand, little handful that I just mentioned, that I followed and aspired to be like. And I think it's so good to have those kind of people in your life. But for so long, I tried to be them. And it kept me from being me. Um, mm. And so now I've just kind of like gotten to a place to be truly honest, where I'm my own inspiration. I I want to be who God's called me to be. I definitely draw from people and, you know, receive from people, but um, I've tried to stay out of the, the lane where I'm comparing my ministry or what I'm doing because I want to be like someone else. Cause it hindered me for so long. So if that makes any sense. Very much actually, that's very healthy. Yeah. Healthy way to do ministry. I actually started a women's ministry a year and a half ago with my best friend. And I remember being at 
like our first event that we did together and coming home super discouraged because that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't preach like her. I don't talk like yes. her. And I just had this whole week with the Lord of just like him showing me, like, I didn't call for this ministry to have like a two headed, her name's Anna, two headed Anna. Like I need you to be who I created you to be. And I found that. And then, so now I preach on that comparison yes. and jealousy and all of that because we do just need to be our authentic selves that is so because good that's what the world needs. Yeah, so so yeah. good. I, I went through a season where the Lord really just had me completely unfollow people just because I couldn't stop like trying to preach like a certain person or I wanted to lead worship like a certain person. And I just stopped following people in ministry altogether because I had to find out who I was without being influenced mm-hmm. by others. So that's so good. Yeah. So good. So Proverbs 3, 3 says to bind love and truth around our necks. So a lot of our culture, even Christian culture, tries to do the love thing without truth or truth without love. And as I watch your guys' Facebook lives and listen to your podcast, I see and admire that in you, that you're someone who carries both of those well. And I love that you're a word girl. You love the word of God. You love the Bible. So can you talk about just the power of knowing the word of God and then declaring it over your lives? I know that's something you're really passionate about and I am too. So, yes. So, um, for me, uh, I don't think that you can ever truly know who you are without knowing who God is. And for so long, I tried to figure out who I was on my own and it led me down so many horrible horrible roads that now I write about in books to help people um, see that they're not alone. But I feel like the only way we can truly know who we are is to start speaking the truth over ourselves rather than speaking the lie. And I think that we define ourselves so many times by the lie, the lie of who has spoken over you, um, who rejected you, who um, told you you weren't enough and you start to believe those things and you let them define who it is you are as a human, as a child of God, what you're going to do in your life. It it totally shifts your entire belief system and alters what it is you can do with your life. And so um, I had to get to this place in my life where the lies consumed me so much. They almost became a part of my DNA Like I was one of the most insecure people that you could meet. I hated what I saw in the mirror. I hated what I sounded like on recordings when we would lead worship. I hated, um, I hated being in the middle of attention, center of attention. I didn't like people looking at me. I didn't, I just, I I had no self-confidence at all. I didn't see value in myself because of all of the trauma that had happened throughout the years. And so I had to get to a place where in order for me to actually see growth in my life and see healing in my life, I had to combat the lies with the truth of God's word. And so I, I do this all the time every week with my people online on live Facebook, Wednesday morning prayer, 8am, we come on and in the back of my book, I have a list of declarations and pretty much they're paraphrased declarations from the word of God that I just began to speak over myself every day. Um, I just started digging into the word, like the areas that I needed healing. I began to look scripture up and I just began to speak them because the word says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And so I have to hear the truth 
in order for my faith to be built that I am the things that God says I am. So um, knowing the word for yourself is such a huge deal. It's, it's a big deal. And speaking the word out loud so your ears can hear it, I feel is even, even um, as much of a big deal as knowing the word of God, because there's so many times you can know something, but that doesn't mean you believe it. Um, and so when you speak it and you, your ears hear it, it's like you tell a lie long enough, you'll believe it. If you speak the word long enough, you'll start to believe it. And so um, knowing the word is so, it, it's, it's so important. And it's something we talk about all the time in our ministry. So yes, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was very good. Um, I have one last question, and I don't know if you have one of your books by you, but I would love if you would read your declarations to end the podcast out. If you do, if you don't, that's totally fine. Absolutely. um, Yeah, I do actually. So, okay. um, That'd be great. I have several pages, so I'll just kind of give you a little brief overview. Um, Okay. So I have um, in the declarations, I have one that says I have and a bunch of them I will and a bunch of them and I am and then a bunch of them. So you're speaking over different areas of your life. So I have a voice that needs to be heard. I have a song that shifts atmospheres. I have a word that no one else can release. I have a gift that needs to be utilized. I have a place to thrive. I have talents that need to be cultivated. I have anointing that others can draw from. I have a purpose that reaches far beyond myself. I have a destiny that's bigger than my dirt. I have a future that's full of hope. I have an influence that can bring freedom through Christ. I have a story that needs to be told. I have peace in my heart. I have control over my mind. I have the character of Christ. I have divine ideas, connections, and resources. And I have a choice to walk in my authority. And then, you know, I go into, I will fail towards freedom. I will embrace my dirt. I will get back up. You know, I will walk in love. I will live my best life. I will say yes to me. Um, and then I go through and, and just start declaring things that the word says, I am, I am strong. I am fearless. I am bold. I am courageous. I am fierce. I am anointed. I am gifted. I am heard. I am accepted. I am loved and wanted. I'm whole. I'm heal. I'm healthy. Um, I'm uh, more than enough. I'm able. I'm restored. And so I give a bunch. And then I have a bunch of one-liners in my book that I, you know, the Lord spoke over me throughout um, my healing process that I put in the back to declare things like, this is not a loss. This is a launch. Um, my life is not over. It's just getting into order. I'm not destroyed. I am being deployed into my destiny, things like that. So I have a whole list of declarations that I posted on my mirror. I posted in my car. I made screensavers for my phone. I wrote on journals. I stuck on my kitchen counters. Like, when I was the most broken I ever was, when I was going to bed with a whole bottle, I would declare these declarations over my life. And the more you speak it, the more faith comes because the word is very clear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. And when I began to speak those things, my faith began to build and I began to see healing in my life. So that's just a little bit of declarations through the back of my book. So <laughs> Amen. That's so good. And if hearing that doesn't make you want to go out and change the world, I don't know. <laughs> That's so good. 
So the um, last question I have for you is what, what advice would you give someone who feels like they have a call in their life, but they're just feel stuck or they don't even know how to move forward with it? My advice would be that you are the only one that can fight for you. You are the only one that can make the decision to move forward. No one can do it for you. Your pastor can't pray hard enough for you. Your family can't make you do it. Your spouse can't make you do it. Um, You're not the issue. You're the answer. And it's something I speak to people all the time until you make a decision that your dirt is not going to keep you where you are. Um, you'll continue to stay where you are. You have to realize your dirt isn't what's keeping you there. It's your decision to not move forward. So my advice would be get up and do something that you haven't done before. It doesn't have to be a show. Um, It doesn't have to be big. You just simply have to show up and say, yes, God, I'm going to do something a little bit better than I did yesterday. I'm going to go through the process with you. And it's going to be one step at a time, but you are the only one that can do it. So I Amen. hope someone heard that. <laughs> Amen. That's so good. I'm believing several people are going to hear and receive that. It's so good. So how can people connect with you and Brandon? How could they sew into your ministry, get your resources, talk about your Facebook lives, your podcast, all that good stuff? Yeah. So totally come check us out on Facebook. We're live four times a week um, on my Facebook page, Alyssa Holt. I am live Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we do what we call unfiltered chats, kind of just like this, where I just motivate y'all and encourage you, and then Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do prayer call, and they have been powerful Um, testimonies and people just just really taking control of their life again, healing and, and restoration taking place. So every Wednesday and then Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 PM, we're live on my husband's page, Brandon Holt, and we do worship every Tuesday and Thursday. We're going to be doing that tonight, actually. Um, and then, uh, you can come to my podcast, um, hashtag unfiltered with Alyssa Holt. Every Tuesday I release a new podcast and, um, you can partner with us, get my book, um, grab our albums. We have eight albums of music my, from my husband and all of that fun stuff on our website, www.brandonanalissa.life. And you can book us there, all of the stuff there on our website. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Would you be willing to close our episode out in prayer? Absolutely. Okay, Father, we just thank you for everybody who has listened to this podcast. And God, I just pray over them strength to move forward from whatever situation it is that they are dealing with, whatever dirt, as I like to say, that they are trudging through, that they would realize there is destiny written right there in the midst of where they're standing and that you're not waiting for a future version of them. You want them right now as they are. They don't have to wait for tomorrow. They can start today. I pray that they don't regret their yesterdays, but that they get up and move forward right now and that they realize that they are the answer. They are not the issue. Every lie that's been spoken over them, God, I just come against it right now. And I declare purpose, promise, and destiny in Jesus name. And we thank you for it. Amen.